Hey everyone, welcome back to the Leadership Locker. This is Rich Cardone. I've been waiting to have this guest on for a minute. His name's Brad Lay, L-E-A. He's all over Instagram. He's all over LinkedIn. He is an expert closer, but what he really cares about more than anything is getting knowledge from the people who have it to the people who need it course building, like training courseware that is interactive, that is completely different. And he does that because he's the CEO of a Lightspeed VT. Uh, so the training world, he believes never been the same since he's tackled it. And he has a gold standard. He also has a podcast called The Real Brad Lay Dropping Bombs. He has Closer School. He's got a book. Uh, that book is titled Lessons I've Learned the Hard Way So You Don't Have to. So look, you're going to listen to him. And if he sounds like a salesperson, it's because he is and was, and he believes we all are salespeople in one aspect or another. He has worked with Grant Cardone, Damon John, Tony Robbins. I mean, you name it. He has worked very closely and specifically with people and helped them turn out their interactive trainings with a solution. Now, I had him on because I don't want to say he has controversial content, but it's just really hard hitting kind of raw content. Very, very similar to how I felt when I first started seeing Gary V on Instagram and Facebook. So excellent guest, excellent podcast. And here we go. Brad you're in Las Vegas, and I have to tell you, one of my favorite movies is Casino. And there's this part in Casino where they keep the Japanese guy there, they mess with his plane, and he goes back and starts gambling, and, and Sam's like, I want to get all this money back from him. He ripped us off so bad. So the Japanese guy wins 10K. And he goes, well, to him, that was like losing 90K. <laughs> Do you feel that way about sales when, when, you're, when you're doing some of your notorious closing or teaching some of your clients? Do you appreciate the small victories or do you look like you're losing a lot of money? I appreciate the small victories. I mean, one of the things I make sure I tell people is to wake up with the, with the gratitude that you just got something more valuable than a million dollars. Like literally people would rather wake up than, than, than receive a million dollars, right? So with that being known, it's almost like, wow, think about that. Every day you wake up, you get something more valuable than a million dollars. And then yet we complain and dread what we have to deal with during the day. When in reality, with the right perspective, you wake up, open your eyes and realize it's more valuable than a million dollars. You pump up enthusiastic and excited to deal with the problems of the day. Shifts your mindset, makes a huge difference. So because of that, Man, if I make a sale and I could have made more, I don't think of what I could have done. I think of what I did. So at the end of the day, man, that is a that is a victory. And 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 victories are victories, big or small. Yeah. Obviously, I just told you I look at your content a lot and it's so consistent, it's it's hard to miss. But you say how people feel about themselves. Well, you didn't say this per se, but how people feel about themselves translates directly into their ability to sell, so to speak. So if you don't have what you're even saying, the gratitude to get up and you're like, well, I just took an L, you know, I could have got 2K for that little deal and I actually got a K, then okay. But if, if you don't feel about yourself in a certain way, you believe that strongly inhibits your ability to, to sell continuously? Well, I think in, in the pursuit of perfection, you know, to reaching one's potential, I believe that there's always ways to get better. So I'm just trying to show people how to get better. And in order to be the best at a sales role or any kind of situational selling 
you know, capacity, well, then you're probably going to need to have a pretty good relationship with yourself, which means you like yourself, you value yourself. You feel like you're an expert giving help and service, not a scammer and a liar and a cheat, which again, if you talk to most people about sales, that's what they think. Well, why do they think that? Why do they think a salesperson is out to scam them and hurt them and harm them? Probably because they've run into, you know, unethical people in a sales capacity. But if, you, if you're the best salesperson you can be, then you're the best person you can be because you can't be a great salesperson unless you're a great person. <laughs> and I told you who the audience is earlier. So let's just say, and I'll just use myself as an example. I don't have social proof yet. I'm launching this business. I don't want to go into the traditional workforce. I'm like, I have leadership skills. I have grit. I have hustle. I know what it's like to have discipline. However, I don't have the social proof. Maybe I'm doing a little bit of free work here and there to get referrals or to, to just kind of get some testimonials to the business. But there is this point where you actually have to sell. You have to start talking to people. You have to start, you know, asking for what you want. And you were just talking about it, about how people feel like they're getting scammed. Now, the person who's trying to sell, and if I know I could help you with your problem, that doesn't mean I'm oblivious to the fact that I could too, as a person selling, feel like a scammer, even though I know I'm a good person. So how do you do that if you are just like, look, I just need a little bit of momentum. Some of my audience is like, I just need a little bit of momentum, but I don't want to feel like a scammer. Well, number one, momentum isn't something that you acquire. You know, it's something that you develop. So like, if you need a little momentum, well, then get started and, and cause the momentum. You know, at the end of the day, you got to jump, right? either, either take off the Jersey or get in the game. You know, you need social proof. You don't need anything. Okay. You don't need anything. You need to get started. Okay. That's what you need. Okay. You need to stop making excuses. You need to believe in yourself and just go, you'll figure it out. Now, along the way, if you're smart, you'll seek knowledge, you'll seek counsel, you'll, you know, make adjustments like, but not starting is the biggest problem. You don't need anything, bro. You, and you, and you most certainly don't need social proof. Everybody with social proof started with no social proof. Okay, so, so guess what? You don't need social proof. It's just a valuable asset. And you develop a social proof, just like momentum. You develop momentum. Well, develop social proof by doing some shit that's, that's you know, you put on social. You know, hang out with the big studs and, you know, high-powered freaking people out there. The influencers, if you will. Hang out with them. People say, well, how do you hang out with them? You become one. That's how you hang out with them. You become one of them. Let's talk about an influencer out there that you've talked about before and that I know you know well, Ty Lopez, right? So this guy's got such a bad rap. And I saw this one, I, I don't know when you put it out. You're like, no, he doesn't care what any of you think. And I was like, that's obviously completely true. Now, here's the thing. You say, and I can say, and he can say, like, we are in it to help people. Like we want to help people. And I believe that about you a thousand percent, especially like after reading a little bit more into you. But how can you really ensure that that message is received and that the person on the other end realizes like, wow, they really want to help me, even though they know that you're going to, you could have the potential to gain so much from it, you know, maybe in visibility or it could just be lucrative for you. Like, how do you balance that? Well, I don't think you should concern yourself with that. You can't control other people's thoughts and opinions. So, so other people's opinion of you shouldn't be any of your business. You should just be authentically out there trying to help people and don't worry about what people assume or think. Like when you started, you said, 
Ty Lopez has such a bad rap. My my mind immediately goes to says who? Yeah. Says who? Who are you <laughs> listening to? A bunch of freaking idiots that didn't do anything, a bunch of haters, a bunch of people mad because he did something and they haven't? Or are you talking to people that took his course and failed? Because I've talked to a bunch of people that took his course and won. I know a lot of people that think Ty Lopez is a genius. I know he just bought Dress Barn and Pier One Imports. And he's partners with that Alex dude. You know, at the end of the day, Ty Lopez is no idiot. Okay. And he, and he is not getting a bad rap. Okay. You might think he's getting a bad rap or buy into there's a bad rap about him, but that may be because who you're choosing to listen to. When I hear people talk shit about Ty Lopez or Grant Cardone or any of the people out there, I just don't even acknowledge it. Right. I don't acknowledge it because, first of all, I don't know that they even know those people. I go on what I believe about those people. Why? Because my opinion is valued. I believe, I believe I'm an intelligent human being. I know those people. I know if they're good or bad or unethical or you know what their intentions are. And then you, I believe, make your own judgment. Don't worry about what other people think. That'd be my answer. Hey, I'm going to, by the way, I'm going to, I'm going to frustrate you a little bit because a lot of people that interview me try to get me to say things by teeing up a question and then I take it completely somewhere else. So if you have a specific uh, question that you want me to answer, make sure, because sometimes I'm trying to hear it in a way that no one's heard it before. No, 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 not at all. I, I, you know what? I don't even plan my questions. I just looked at some of your feed when I, when I was walking my dog 20 minutes before this, because if I plan it out too much, it's just, it's just shit. So here's one. And I, I was like, I'm going to talk to Brad about this. And I recently landed really, really big client. And he's like, and I want you to do these four other people too. This is less than 24 hours ago. This is a person who makes well over 100K per speaking engagement. And I'm like, wow, like we're, we're doing well. And I'm going to like, we are just going to over deliver on this in a huge capacity. Well, let me tell you this, Brad. I found myself and my COO, we're sitting here and I found myself trying to save them all kinds of money as I was drafting the final proposal. I'm like, okay, well, we don't both have to travel and maybe we don't need two videographers and all this stuff. Why do we do that even though we know that they have the capacity that this thing's downrange and they're ready to go. Here's the thing. I know it's completely fundable, right? But I still, at least for me, sometimes I find myself trying to be like, all right, well, let me save them here. I don't want to look like we're overdoing it. Yeah, it's because it's basically because that's what you think. In other words, you assume that they want to save money. I told my team the other day, I'm not trying to do it cheap. I'm trying to do it right. And by the way, you know, if you coming along cost me more money, but you also value yourself, you would be like, dude, if you don't bring me, it's going to cost you even more money because price is not always cost, Rich. Yeah, sometimes the price is higher of one product, but the cost of owning the cheaper one is far greater than the expensive one. So re in reality, the price of this is higher. The price of this is lower. The cost of this is higher the cost of this is lower. See the difference? Yep. Yeah. So again, if you valued yourself, you wouldn't be trying to save them money by cutting you out. You see what I'm saying? Like, did he hire you to save money? No, he hired for results. Okay. So why would, why would you limit yourself and take money out of the equation? Even if you're going to save money, don't save money. Saving money stupid. Reallocate money. 
Money is money is a tool that is that is that is best when used. If you don't use money, it's worthless. Like put a million dollars in your room, never touch it, dude. It's worthless. Okay, the only value money has is when you use it. So at the end of the day, we want to use our money. Most people, especially startups, they'll get going and they'll have a little savings in the bank and then they hold on to it because they've been broke so long. They don't want to get rid of something they finally accumulated. Well, that's when they stunt their growth. That's that's when they slow down. They're like, well, you know, I'm building so slowly. Well, the reason you're building so slowly is because you're holding on to the tools you have at your disposal and money is a tool. Imagine if I walked up to you and you're building a birdhouse with a butter knife and I'm like, what are you doing? There's a whole shed of tools and you say, I'm saving those. What are you saving them for? In case I need to build something later. You're building something now, brother. Use the tools at your disposal. Use the tools at your disposal and money is just a tool. Yeah. Well, you talk about valuing yourself so much and I know uh, your book is available for pre-order. You value yourself so much. You've come across confidently, obviously, and you are able to, you know, even paint a picture and then and, and hypothetically imitate me right there. But was there a time where you're like, I don't know what's going on? Like, I, I, you don't value yourself. I think I read in one of your bios that you're just like, I invested in myself a lot. And it wasn't until I started investing other, in other people that everything changed for me. But I think it's like the opposite nowadays, at least how, how it's perceived out there is like, until you invest in yourself, nothing's going to go right. So were you ever at a point that you didn't value yourself and what, what snapped you out of it? Well, I believe it, some degree, we all undervalue ourselves. And I still probably undervalue myself, even though I value myself more than most people value themselves. But at some point, no, I didn't value myself. That was the big transition. That was the kind of the catalyst. I mean, at some point, I started to realize my value. And by the way, arrogance is not what I'm talking about. You have to understand your value. Most people they don't realize that they have a relationship with their with themselves. Like, how is your the how is your relationship with yourself? Well, what does that mean? Do you feel good? Do you sleep good? Are you ethical? Do you do you doubt yourself? Do you limit yourself? Are you you know trying to save money and cutting you out of the deal? Are you are you you know if you look in the bank account and you, there's no money, why is there no money? Don't you value yourself? Aren't you worth more than that? When you quit, aren't you worth more than quitting? You know, when you try and fail and try and fail and never quit, dude, it's because you value yourself. You are finding out how to do it. It's not failing. Most people are afraid of other people's judgment. You know why? Well, because they're worried more about what other people think of them than what they think of them. So that's the shift is you have to understand what you think of you is more important than what they think of you. Who are they? What does it matter what they think? It doesn't stop you. It doesn't magically control you unless you let it. And most people do. Most people don't even move because, well, my dad might think, you know, or my mom or my brother or my sister or my spouse or, you know, my my friend or my idol, you know, they're going to think, who cares what the hell they think? And the reason you care, Rich, not you specifically, but people, the reason they care is because they don't care enough about what they think. They're not confident. Their relationship with themselves is is broken. And the reason for that is because all throughout the years, they've procrastinated, they've lied, cheated, stole, it's been recorded. And deep down, you don't know it, but your subconscious mind says, dude, you don't deserve shit. 
you don't do anything you say. You're not reliable. Man, I've seen you lie to a hundred people. You're just a liar. And you don't, it, it's not conscious. That's why it's subconscious. It's below your awareness, but it dictates your actions and your beliefs and your choices, even subconsciously. And you can't figure out why you can't get ahead. Well, you can't get ahead because you don't think you deserve to be ahead. You don't value your opinion. You value everybody else's. Like what makes their opinion any better than yours? Well, they went to school. Who gives a shit, bro? I dropped out in the 11th grade and now I have two PhDs and four MBAs working for me. Okay. You don't need a degree. Okay. You need some, you need some confidence. You need some belief. You need some perspective. Well, I could, I could testify to that. And if you're listening, if, if you don't know the story with me is after, after I retired from uh, the Marine Corps and went to Amazon for a couple of years, I quit. And then I moved in with my in-laws in their basement. And that was a shift for me, an incredible shift. Like I could give a fuck what anyone thought because I was like, something ballistic is about to happen. And, and two years later, it's happening. And if I gave credence to any of the thoughts or any of the murmurs that I was imagining was going on, which maybe they were even weren't, I don't even care, but it allowed me to persevere and just go. So Brad's right on the money. So here's, here's one thing. For whatever reason, I, I, I still don't understand this. The military community, people love to throw sales positions at them. And I'm just like, what is going on? Just because he was an infantry guy doesn't mean he's going to be good at sales. Just because they were in uh, HR in the military doesn't mean they're going to be good in sales. I, I get that, but here's what I see. They get offers, you know, low base, this and that. And a lot of these veterans take these jobs that... In my opinion, and I don't know, just from all the stories I hear and from the people I've talked to, that it's just not a good fit. But more importantly, Brad, what I want to talk about is the way we put all the failures from some of these new sales positions where we're not actually, I don't know, succeeding at first. We store all these failures in a closet and then maybe an opportunity is coming up and you open the door and then here they come flooding right out and then you talk yourself out of doing something or that discipline that you're talking about, maybe it's overdone. You follow up too much or whatever it may be. How can you help us or this community not store those failures and just be like, look, I'm used to winning. I'm going to fail, but I'm going to win big as long as I keep going. Well, first of all, your subconscious mind stores whatever happens. So if you fail, it's going to store that you're failing. Okay. The question is, is how do you replace the failures with wins? Okay. So start winning. Okay. It's a, it's a choice. It's a decision. You want me to show you watch step one, forgive yourself, apologize for everything you've done to yourself, forgive yourself, wipe the slate clean and, you know, feel like you deserve it. If you're like, ah, I don't deserve it. There's the problem. So do it anyway, make a choice. I forgive myself. Everyone deserves a second chance. Step two, commit to do what you say you're going to do, period, from that day forward. Do what you say you're going to do. There's no, there's no other option. If you feel anxiety, relax, folks. You get to make the choice of what you agree to. So just always do what you say you're going to do from now forward. Three, you want to rack up the wins. You want to start racking up the wins. How do you rack up the wins? Set five small goals a day. Like, when do you get up, Rich, in the morning? 4.13 every day. Can you get up at 4.10? Yeah, of course. That's a win. Okay. <laughs> what, do you, what do you eat? Can you eat one less French fry? That's a win. Yeah. Can you make one more dollar? That's a win. Can you make one more call? That's a win. Just start winning. 
<laughs> Set five small goals a day and achieve them. And you'll start winning. You're replacing the losses with wins. Quit setting. I'm going to make a million dollars and you make 950. That's a loss, bro. People with perspective can be like, well, you still should be happy and proud of yourself. That's rationalizing. If you set out to make a million dollars and you didn't, you failed, bitch. I don't care if you came in at 999.99, okay? You failed. You, you said a million, do it. So guess what? Just lower the size of your goals so you start winning. It doesn't mean you can't have some stretch goals or you can't have some, you can't set some, some high marks. But when it comes to wins, I'm going to set five to 10 every single day. So I'm winning. I'm a winner. That's what I do. I win. I do what I say. I win. And then pretty soon what happens, you start walking a little taller and you start feeling like you deserve a little more and you do. And then what happens is your buddies and your friends and people that you know will start, you know, identifying themselves as shit talking haters unless they're, they're real, then, then they won't. But, but the real, but the, but the haters, they'll start coming out of the woodwork. Hey, Rich, what are you too cool to hang out at the bar now? Oh, what are you going to do? Go study. Oh, you think, dude, you dropped out of high school with me, you freaking dumbass. You think you're going to go make millions of dollars, dude, you ain't making shit. Okay. Good luck with that, with that idea of yours, you know, eliminate the hate and the haters, eliminate the headlines, stop listening to other people. You'll start doing better, thinking you deserve more. And someone will say, how dare you think you deserve more? Eliminate those people. That's blocking out the hate. Then you visualize, get clarity about what you want. Like you have to have clarity, man. If I gave you a map drawn by my four-year-old with crayons to get to a hideout in the mountains, dude, you're never going to get there unless you have exact clarity. Okay. So a lot of people say they want to get rich. How rich? What's rich? You know, get clarity. And then seek knowledge every day because you're getting what you're getting because you're doing what you're doing. If you want to change what you're doing, you have to change your beliefs because the reason we do what we do is because we believe what we believe. So in order to change what we believe, we have to get new information. So every day, just seek new information. And then pretty soon your mind will change. And when your mind changes, your choices and your actions change. And then your results change. So if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep getting what you're getting. You're going to wonder, why me? Well, why you is because you're not paying attention. Wake up, folks. Wake up. You know, too many people are trying to learn things when they need to unlearn things. Like, you know, money's not important. Yes, it is. Okay. Like there's ways to focus on money and what you focus on grows. So focus on money. Oh, no. Then you're going to be a bad guy. According to who? Nobody with money hates money, bro. So at the end of the day, you're always listening to these shit talkers that got no money talking about money ain't everything. You're just saying that because you don't have any. Money doesn't buy happiness. Absolutely it does. If you don't think money buys happiness, follow me. I'll tell you where to shop. Okay, at the end of the day, that's the bottom line. But when you, when you went back and said, everybody offers veteran sales positions. Number one, I think it's because everyone respects a vet. You know, you, 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 you did your duty, you freaking, you know, went in the service. Man, we love a vet. Everybody loves a vet or respects a vet. And if they don't, they should. Okay. Number two, we assume that veterans understand chain of command and discipline. They're willing to put their lives at risk. They're willing to clean the latrine. They're, they're willing to swallow their pride and do what they're told. And guess what? Most salespeople, if they do what they're told, will probably end up successful. Okay. Everyone's in sales. You're in sales. Everyone's in sales. The good ones, know they're doing it and the bad ones don't, but they're all in sales. And then third, I think we feel good when we give a veteran an opportunity so we can 
look cool to our friends and, you know, I hire veterans, you know, oh, you're so great. Well, good. Again, that's why they're offering veterans. Number one, they respect the vets. They assume the discipline is in them and it makes them feel good. Look, I helped the vet. So at the end of the day, that's why they're offering vets the things. The question is, is what is the vet doing? Because if a vet is choosing to be something other than a salesperson, they're not doing themselves justice because they are a salesperson. You're a salesperson no matter what you do. Okay, You're selling someone on loving you. You're selling someone on hiring you. You're selling someone on going to a restaurant. You're selling someone on dating you. You're selling someone on not punching you. You know, you're selling every day. The question is, do you know how to do it? Are you masterful? Because if you don't know how to sell, you're screwed. The single number one skill set I possess and developed since I was six years old and teach people to do it on a daily basis is to sell clothes and persuade people. And I have people in the thing, they're not selling anything as a salesperson, but they realize they're a salesperson and they want to get good at it so they can get their way. Well, that's manipulating. No, it isn't. It's called execution. When you walk into an MMA ring and some dude just cleans your clock, kicks your ass because they are trained at these moves, what's the difference? Like, dude, go get good. Or like I like to say, get in the game or take off the jersey. Like, put your hand down. So many people say, hey, you know, I'd like to learn how to make a million dollars. Okay, you're going to get up in the morning at 530. Oh, 530. You know, I got freaking Hodgkins. You know, I I can't get up. You know, I can't, I can't, I can't. That's them selling themselves. They're selling anyway, man. Figure out how to do it right. So this is what I've been dying to talk to you about is, is courses. Everyone and their mother's got a course right now. You say a lot of people have courses, dude, compared to what? Compared to the 7.9 billion people on earth? No, hardly anybody has a course. Everybody should have a course. Why? Well, because if we took all the knowledge in the world, anything that you personally are successful and you put it in a system and you made it available to people that were trying to do the same thing you were doing, even though it's all that's insignificant. Again, that's your insecurity. At the end of the day, knowledge is very, very, very helpful. People fail because they don't have the right information and, 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 and executed the right actions. That's why they're failing. They're going out of business because they didn't know how to generate leads. Their, their podcast didn't work because they didn't know how to get listeners. They didn't know how to have a format. They didn't know how to be themselves. They were worried about other people. All this crap, right? They're failing because of the lack of knowledge. So when people say, because I hear a lot of people say, everyone has a course now. Everyone and their dog has a course. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> Quit. Quit acting like the mainstream media, just like rioting. Everybody's rioting. Everybody isn't rioting, dude. More people are not rioting than rioting. Quit saying everyone's rioting. You're being dramatic. At the end of the day, everyone has a course. No, they don't. Not enough people have a course. Everyone needs a course. All right. I love it, man. So let me take it a little bit further. So I had a friend, like legitimately, this is not an antidote. I had a friend. <laughs> so this friend, she came out with a course and she she's like, Rich, I want you to be in it too, because I don't want the other person to feel like they're the only one that paid for it. I'm like, okay. So let's just, I think it was like 5K or something like that. So I'm in this beta course and you know, she's a friend and I'm like, this is fucking horrible. I mean, she was missing calls. She's out on her patio trying to teach and she's got a margarita in her hand and just kind of, to me, it just came across completely unprofessional. And it was almost as if the other guy and I were 
doing like some peer to peer coaching. I'm like, dude, if I were paying, I'd be out so fast. You know, this is this is crazy. So that's one thing. But what happened was I'm like, ah, I don't know if I'm going to participate. Like I'm really trying to scale the business and just do this. And she's like, okay. She goes, well, if you want to get back in later, she's like, I'm already raising rates to 10K, you know, next round. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, are you out of your mind? So my question to you, because I know how you are about doubling your income and what you want you can get and to value yourself to that position. To me, I felt like that was a fatal mistake. Like, why would you jump the gun on that so bad? Like, your shit's not flushed out. Like, this this looks like it's just completely thrown together. Where can you make the big mistake of valuing yourself, thinking you're valuing yourself, but potentially making the mistake that you actually don't have it together yet and you might actually destroy what you're trying to build before it's even built? Well, that's a great question. And it's very delicate because on one hand, I'm going to tell you, don't worry about it. And then the other hand, you, you actually could, you know, cause yourself irreparable damage by doing that. However, at the same token, it goes back to what I said in the beginning, like, dude, a small wins, a small win. Listen, your opinion is she shouldn't have a margarita in her hand. Guess what? There's, there's just as many people, maybe not just as many in some cases, but in most cases, there are other people that would say, I love that she's got a margarita in her hand. You're saying that thing's not organized. It's not fleshed out. It's not structured. There's other people that are like, thank God it's not that structured bullshit. Rich, there's an ass for every seat. Okay. Your opinion of her course should not be her, her, her business. In other words, if she feels like that is the best she can do and she's doing it ethically and honestly and, and, earnestly. Does it mean if you came in and showed her how to do it right, it wouldn't improve? It could. Why? Well, because you might be exactly right. And in this case, it sounds like you are correct. However, to make my point, even if she only sold the one person, she got $5,000 for her course. Did she not? Did you pay her too or no? No, no. It was free. Okay. So she's got $5,000 for her course. Rich, answer my question. How much have you got for your structured, great, professional course with no margarita? Zero. Okay. So (laughs) you're talking about her course. You haven't even got your course. Because I'm one of those people who you just heard three minutes ago. That's like, everyone's got a course. You know why? Because you don't want to have everyone think you're jumping on the bandwagon. Fuck yeah. No, you're right. About everybody thinking that you're this and that. Dude, don't worry about what other people think. Do you have knowledge that can help people? Yes or no? Absolutely. Then put it in an interactive training system, preferably mine, if you're going to do it right, (laughs) and get it out to the world, bro. If you only make 900 bucks a month in recurring revenue, it's 900 bucks better than you're making now, but it's freaking helping people. Do Do you not think your knowledge of any kind will help anybody in any way? I absolutely do. And Period. I, now you say, okay, if I believe that and you do, let me make a course. And guess what? Your course might be overwhelmingly popular because you chose not to have a margarita. You chose not to do the things she chose. And guess what? Now all of a sudden you're doing 500,000 a month and then the girl should listen to you. Then when you say, hey, honey, listen, your uh, margarita <laughs> is probably turning off a lot of professionals. You're, you're not really going to get welcomed into the corporate community like that because of their employees watching you drinking. I would stop saying the cuss words and then, and then you know, try that. If it doesn't work, come back. We'll talk again. Why? 
Well, because now you've built credibility. You know, because you've already done it. Yeah. So like, if I tell you how to build a training system, because most people, they go on Kajabi, put up a video and they think that's a course. Rich, first of all, a course is not a video online. Okay. If you really want to train people, you need good content, repetition, practice, and accountability. You need to have a training system, a system that has leaderboards and community and the ability to chit chat back and forth and the ability to practice and role play. It's not a video online. Okay. A video online is not effective training. That's a video. I watch mixed martial arts. doesn't make me a black belt. Okay. But if I go to the gym and hang around the right people and train my mind and, and, and immerse in the, in the lifestyle, guess what? I become a black belt. Well, I didn't watch a video and do that. So you guys are out there with your courses, trying to charge people money to see what you have to say, be a little bit more worried about, are they actually going to learn this information? Because if you can't track, measure, monitor, you can't role play and practice, and you can't hold people accountable with your video online, then you're not helping people anyway. That's an unethical move. If I were, if I were in that, your position, I would say, look, I'm trying to help people. Okay, good. I know stuff that they need to know. Okay, good. If they don't know it, it didn't help them. If I just told you where to find a billion dollars, but you couldn't understand what I said, it's worthless, right? Even though I told you, maybe I told you in, in, in some language you've never heard of. Well, it's worthless unless you understand it. So if you're going to go sell a course, make sure people are understanding it. Make sure people actually learn the information. You know how you do that, Rich? Good content, repetition, practice, and accountability. If you can't deliver that with your online video, well, then get a training system. That's what we build. That's, that's why Lightspeed has all the big dogs because it's, an, it's a learning technology. It's not just a video hosting solution with a marketing page in front of it. Hey, give me $397. And, and there's a lot of people out there that are making big money on these other systems like Kajabi or Teachable or Thinkific. They're making great money, but it doesn't mean they couldn't be making more money. They're not making as much as they would on Lightspeed. How do I know? Because I've already seen it. I've tested it. Dude, 20 years ago when I started Lightspeed, there was nobody training online. I literally was one of the first ones, if not the first person to have a course online. I've watched over 20 years. I've helped people grow their businesses to $50 million a year from, from building a training system and creating a culture, not putting up a video for sale. Now, there's people I know that have made millions putting up a video. Well, that just means they lost millions by not doing it right. They let people down is what they did. Even though they got rich and enriched themselves, they did not help the world. And that's where I think you should be focused is how do you help other people, right? How do I help? See, I know how to help people make money. Matter of fact, I started Lightspeed crazy enough because I helped a dude make money and it, and it, and it made me want to start a training company and help people make money. So now full swing circle, I just started this thing, LSVT Army. You can go to the Lightspeed Army, basically. I'll show you how to make money using the technology for free. Why? Because recurring revenue is freedom, bro. And if I can show you, and I can, I can show anybody how to make money. There's no fee. There's no catches. There's no cost. I'm going to show you how to make money. All you got to do is do what I tell you. Now, if someone doesn't want to do that, not my business. But that's why I started the army because, dude, if I can show people how to make money, leveraging our technology, which is basically and essentially getting the knowledge from the people who have it to the people who need it, 
You're helping the world. You're helping yourself. It's win-win. And that's what lasts. If it's not win-win, it won't last. Yeah, well, I mean, it makes you unforgettable, right? And that, and that's just where your name gets thrown out more like, dude, this guy's all over it. Uh, I, we're, I know we're a couple minutes over. Here's, I just want to tell you the course piece. The reason I didn't do the course, even though everyone's like, oh, dude, you need to do a course. I mean, people are telling me, like, I would love it if you did a course. And I'm like, look, I prefer to try and give away all the stuff for free, like all this knowledge for free, because I believe exactly what you said in terms of, I just don't think if I made the course, people would go through with it. I've done a million courses. If I hit up closure school right now, I'd do it for two weeks and be like, peace, I got this business to run. And I'm trying to scale it. I'm just telling you for a fact, like right now in my life. So I'm like, okay, people aren't going to do this. So how can I hold them accountable? I'm like, why, why don't I just do all of it for them? Why don't we do all of it for them? Which is video content creation for LinkedIn and a couple other platforms. And I'm like, you don't want to learn LinkedIn. You don't want to learn the hashtag bullshit. You don't want to learn the owl. You don't want to learn all of this. So we will do it for you so you don't have to learn it. So that way I do have a part in the accountability. And dude, I've done no marketing and it's scaling and it's going and it's going. So that's that's kind of like my take. I just wanted to throw that in there. I'm just like, all right, you know, like no need right. to make a course. All right. Well, again, I think you're wrong. You want to hear <laughs> my take on it? Yeah, yeah, and then and we oh, hey, you might see a course in a month, and I'll be like, hey, thanks, man. Well, number one, how do you find and sell people on doing it for them? Because I would agree that doing it for them is the final answer if you really want to help people, because they're not a lot of times going to do it themselves. However, if I saw a course on how to do it myself, and that course was interactive, meaning the video was interactive, you got to be able to make interactive video to do that. Lightspeed allows you to do that, but my point is. You make an interactive video that teaches people everything they need to do. And during that experience, I'm number one, learning who you are, liking you, bonding with you. But at the right time, I'm going to realize I don't want to do all this shit. Let me just hire them. Yes. So, so by giving away a free course on how to do it, you would literally be overwhelmed 10 times what you are with people wanting you to do it. But you're so worried about saying, let me do it for you. Here's my fees. You're not, that's not scalable. And you're constantly hunting for traffic. If I were you, I would make a course on exactly what to do, make it interactive. And then at any point in time, when you realize this is hard, you know, let us do it. But here's how you do it. <laughs> if you don't want to do it, that's fine. But let us do it. But you got to do it. And here's how for free. Now go do it or hire us to do it. But by God, do it. You would have. 20 times the customers, you will 20x your income, you'll 20x your, your brand exposure, you'll 20x your reach, your credibility, everything. Why? Well, because dude, if you pushed a free course and never asked anyone to do business and they went into an interactive training system with a fully interactive video, you would convert and sell within the course more people than you can prospect and sell on your own. Why? Because I can push a million people through that video. You can't talk to a million people tomorrow to explain why it is you don't have a course and why you just decided to do it for them. You, won't, you couldn't talk to even 20 people tomorrow if you pitched them one-on-one. -on -one. Now, now, by the way, Rich, that's a little why also people should use Lightspeed. Like, dude, if you're going to build a course and you're not on Lightspeed, you're a fool. And, and it's not because, you know, oh, that's yours. You just want me to pay you. No, that's that limited mindset. It's because... If you want to make an impact, you have to make sure people learn. In order for them to learn what it is you're teaching them, you have to deliver the good content with repetition, practice, and accountability. 
There's no system out there that can allow you to create interactive content, deliver it with repetition, practice, role play, and track, measure, and monitor all of it in real time, let alone the marketing benefits that it provides. But there is no system. Kajabi doesn't do that. Teachable doesn't do that. Thinkific doesn't do that. ClickFunnels doesn't do that. Nothing out there does that except Lightspeed. So if your goal is to get people to actually learn, and it should be, shouldn't be to get the 97 bucks or their 5,000 bucks. It should be to get them to learn. I, I'll charge you $50,000 in sleep at night as long as I know this $50,000 will be the best damn money you've ever spent. That's why when, when you come on to Lightspeed, we say, hey, we've got all the resources. We're just like you do. We'll do it for you. But I show you how to do it yourself. Do it yourself. But I'd rather do it for you. And I'm going to charge you money. Why? It'll be the best money you ever spent. If you're going to sell and design a training system or a course online, you want to make a bunch of money. Okay. And by the way, a lot of veterans coming out, they can do that too. But in order to do it, you have to have a kick-ass system. You have to have really, really impressive system that looks like you spent millions of dollars. Okay. You got to have kick-ass content, fully interactive. It adapts. It measures. It asks questions. It, it's, it's, it collects data and it makes offers within it at the right time. I don't chase you down the road you know, a month after you took my course, seeing if you'd like my next one. I'm going to ask you right at the end of the first one, interactively, when your emotions are higher. But anyway, that's beside the point. You need good content. And then last, you need marketing, bro. Right? There's so many people that get a course, they, they go do it all themselves, they put it up there, and then they market it, and they fail, and they, and they go back and get a job, and their dreams are over. Why? Well, they didn't know how to market it, man. I've had so many people say, I spent 10,000 on Facebook ads and I got back two. I, cu I couldn't keep doing that. Well, what if you could spend 10,000 on Facebook and get back 10? They said, well, why would I break even? Well, you'd break even so your brand would grow. Matter of fact, you'd spend a million if you got a million back. Why? Because more people would know you. The more people that know you, the better it is, even if it's negative. Now, again, I, I prefer all positive, but more people you know you, the better. If right now I could get all 8 billion people on earth to know my name, I would instantly be a billionaire. I would instantly be one of the most powerful people on the planet. So trust me, even if 80% of them hated me. I mean, dude, listen, attention gets you paid. Look at Snooky. <laughs> like, dude, Snooky, look at Mike, the situation. These guys got paid. Yeah. Who are they? They ain't college graduates. They're not Harvard and Yale. You know, they're just regular people. But the attention, the show got them all that attention. Boom. They get paid. So guess what? You need attention. You want attention. Good or bad, you want it. Now, preferably good. But anyway, I could I could go on and on, bro. But at the end of the day, if 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 people are out there struggling with a course or even thinking about making one, number one, they should. Number two, they should worry about design right? The, the system that, that they put people in is just mind boggling cool. Okay. It's got leaderboards. It's got communities. It's got interactive content. It's got, you know, file vaults, resources, shopping malls. I mean, cool. Like it's almost like a centralized, the world of rich, right? It's not just a video online. Okay. It's got testing. It's got all that. The design of the system is, is what people's first impression of you will be. Look like you spent a million dollars, okay? Secondly, think about the content you're gonna create. Deliver the knowledge, but at the same time, collect data and make offers. If you can't do that, you're, you're, you're losing money. The third one is learn how to market or hire someone that knows how to market. The good thing about 
Lightspeed is we've already done it. We showed, you know, Grant and Tony Robbins. We showed all these big names and big people how to do it and, and, and watched what they did on their own and what worked and what didn't. We've got a lot of knowledge, but some people spend $30,000 on digital experts, page builders, funnel builders to learn who not to use. Like, like I had somebody come in here one time. I think it was like $40,000. We were going to lay out everything he needed from A to Z to start generating money. He found some people that would do it cheaper. So he went and spent $25,000 somewhere else. Well, the, after he spent the $25,000 in the six months of brain damage and the, and, the, and the two supposed lawsuits that generated out of it, okay, he came back and gave me my $40,000 anyway. And it's like, dude, why didn't I just do that in the beginning? Well, because, dude, some people just don't understand. You can price versus cost. You know, $40,000 was a higher price, but the cost of the 25,000 version was far greater, especially if you calculate the lost revenues because it took him a year and a half to get started versus three months. So anyway, dude, I'm here to tell you, you should do a course for even marketing purposes alone. But more than that, I think people should feel obligated to help the world become a better place by giving the knowledge to the people who have it from the people who have it to the people who need it. There's people failing because they don't know what you know, bro. Got it. Brad, you are big on attention. I want to make sure you get that attention. You got your podcast, you have a book, you have the website. Where would you like people to see you? Where do you want people to see you the most or what do you want them to consume the most? It doesn't matter, man. If, you, if you're out there and you want to learn to make money, you want to learn to become a better human being, you know, go to the lsvtarmy.com. It's free. You log in, you see the system. I show you some kick-ass stuff. Um, you know, if you just want to you know, pick up nuggets along the way in the background because you're still a little, you know, not sure. Just follow me on Instagram at the real Brad Lee. That's L-E-A, you know, but you can Google me and find me everywhere. All I, all I, all I can tell you is this. If you're not everywhere you want to be, it's because you don't know something. And I would strongly encourage you to follow me because I do. <laughs> and there you go. All right, uh, everyone, we will see you next week. Brad, thank you so much for all your time and all the knowledge. All right, everyone, thank you so much for listening. I know that was kind of insane, but that was less about sales and more about you, how you feel about yourself, how you value yourself, the manner in which you do business that makes your mind fragile or the manner in which you do business that makes you want more helps you realize you deserve more and and realize that the potential all lies within your own hands so if you want to see brad he's bradley.com b-r-a-d-l-e-a.com you can find him there at the real bradley on instagram really really great content and definitely give me feedback if you got anything please rate and review this podcast i'd love it and um you know if people want to hear what he has to say and don't know it yet, you are the conduit to that. Take care.